may be the podcast room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. All right, episode 130. Nick, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. Uh, there are those in the podcast world that have been calling for me to issue a public apology because of Nebraska's performance in the game against Northwestern last Saturday in Dublin, Ireland. To those people, I will say the following. I have a prepared statement, if I may read it. Permission granted. I will never apologize. I will not apologize. We have said multiple times on this podcast that teams do not play well overseas. I, Nick Morahan, co-host of Podcast Room 303, trust in Scott Frost, and I will be placing another pizza on Nebraska to win the Big Ten West, which they will do handedly this year. Thank you. That is all. And I will not be taking any questions or further comment. Thank you. All right. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good, bro. Uh, glad to be back today. Glad I made it. Thought I was getting sick this weekend, but I think I beat it. So I got a W on like Scott Frost. So. <laughs> oh, bro. That's funny. That's funny. What what was what was it? Weren't Nebraska five and twenty one in one score games or something like that? That's correct. <laughs> he'd have to win what fifty games in a row, and he'd still be behind Bo Pelini. Uh, I believe so. I don't know what Bo Pelini's uh, Nebraska record was, but it was uh, probably better than Scott Frost. Isn't uh, are they saying that because he's like their least successful head coach? Bo Pelini, yeah. I mean, Bo Pelini was 155 wins, 100, 100, uh, 100 wins, 55 losses during his. Oh, wait, no, hold on, that's not correct. (laughs) That's not not correct. He was 67 and 27 at Nebraska. I mean, that sounds pretty good, yeah. No. He didn't have a losing record. Yeah, so then why – I guess Bo Pelini is the standard, and that's why they were getting at that. Well, I think Nebraska had a better head coach than Bo Pelini. It's who their stadium's named after. Yeah, no, I just remember Nebraska being one of the, the teams that was always good, and then somehow – Always good, yeah. The dark days. <laughs> the dark, they're like Texas, bro. <laughs> six, oh, six Nebraska head coaches have been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Holy cow! Uh, Tom Osborne is the guy that is the guy that I was thinking of. Oh, I actually heard that name before. Yeah, he's he's a current uh, member of the House of Representatives in Alaska. Uh, his time in Nebraska, he was 255, 49, and three. What? <laughs> That's outrageous. Wait, but what's Nick Saban's record? Has anyone ever looked this up? I'm curious now. Okay, I'm, I'll look it up since I'm already here. Because I bet you oh. his record is outrageous, bro. So you want his coaching record or his, his record at Alabama? Uh, okay, give me the give me his coaching record first. Okay, his coaching record is 269, 67, and 1. 
He <laughs> is he is eighteen and eleven in bowl games and nine and four in the college football playoff. Wow, that's out that's outrageous. No, he has right. won seven national championships and ten SEC titles. He's also fifteen and seventeen in the NFL. Remember that? Remember oh, that? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> tell all right. So tell me his. He is one hundred and seventy eight and twenty five. Alabama. <laughs> In terms of bowls, in terms of bowls, he has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Bro, that's nuts. That's so nuts. <laughs> yeah. He is 15 and 6 at Alabama with all of his seven national champions. Or sorry, his six national championships coming at Alabama. He did win one at LSU. So I guess he's pretty good, huh? Yeah, he's pretty good, I'd say. <laughs> All right. Now that we've talked about Nick Saban enough on a weird Scott Frost tangent, uh, today's episode we've got Pop Culture Pick'em, top five walkout songs, and then we'll get into the last divisional breakdown for the NFL, none other than the NFC South, where the Saints dominate as usual. You know? They're the class of the NFC South. He's been going off this for just years. <laughs> Get a new shtick. All right, today's order is Eric, Jermaine, Nick. I'm going to go ahead and toss it to Eric. Let's get your first top five walkout song. So is this like your number one? Is this in order? Oh, man, I didn't think of that. I just have a list, and I was just going to pick off what you guys didn't take. Um, yeah, just, no particular just, just order. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Work by ASAP Ferg. Okay. Oh, this is oh, this is just walkout songs. I thought you had to match them to a person. Wait, what? What? I thought you had to like be like, oh, it was Triple H's walkout song. No, dude. Oh, dude. No this way, is bro. like you're walking out to the base. You're about. You're gonna go up to bat at a baseball game. Okay. Yeah. I or like know. a UFC fight or whatever. Or like, yeah. Whatever. You, all right, UFC fight. Yeah, that's a good one too. All right, I got it now. <laughs> Did your list just completely change? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to take Win by J Rock. Summer Song 2019. <laughs> oh, bro. Of course, I had to, bro. Because what am I trying to do at that at that play? I'm trying to win, bro. Um, I'm going to choose True American, popularized by the wrestler Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's a pretty common one, right? Actually, I have a walkout song. Okay, I I didn't realize this. I'm gonna my walkout song is gonna come last, and I don't think any of you will know what it will know what it was. I'm gonna say my <laughs> final pick from my high school walkout song. Oh my goodness! Is it um, Laffy Taffy? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, my second pick, I'm gonna do "Enter the Sandman," made popular by Mariano Rivera. If you hear that as a batter and a pitcher's coming in, like you're, it's it's done, bro. And it's also Mariano Rivera was what was it just right. any pitcher? Right, was, true. Oh man! All right, so it's back to me. Yes, I'm gonna take the Party Boy song from Jackass. Okay, that's good. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, <laughs> dead, dead my space. best. No, I just have to type it up. Uh, with my next pick, I'm going to go with uh, Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. It's a good one. 
<laughs> That's an outrageous choice. I love it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go with uh, "Welcome to Jamrock" by Damian Marley. That's a good. That's a good one too. Yeah, he's been researching this all weekend. Has you really? Eric, no. get out of get out of your get out of your room every once in a while. <laughs> Not even true, but I. Uh, all right, my pick. Yes. Wait, oh, no, 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 Jermaine's pick. Okay, Jermaine's pick. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm gonna do the uh, "Are You Ready," uh, the Degeneration X song. Okay, that's a good one. All right, now it is your pick. <laughs> I'm gonna go "Pony" by Genuine. <laughs> so I can I can bust I can bustle I can bustle a move walking to the plate. Uh, I am going to uh, also use uh, another rapper. I'm gonna use "Here Comes the Boom" by Nelly. Oh, dude! But you could only hit dingers if you do that. Well, yeah, that's I would have gone. I would be on steroids, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh man, well, I had a choice, and I think I blanked on it. Oh, oh, I'm gonna do Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> Come on now, that's a great walkout song, bro. Is it really? Do you mean Come on now? Because you wanted to pick that. No. That's a great walk-up song. I mean, if you're trolling, yeah, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, I think they, I think the Rockies made Troy Tulowitzki come out to either Barbie Girl or California Girl. I don't remember which one. That's hilarious. That is pretty funny. Um, with my fourth pick, I'm gonna do Ninjas in Paris by The Throne. <laughs> We found the line Eric won't cross to get canceled. Certain races of people in certain European cities. Yeah. Eric's not getting us actually canceled this episode, so that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Uh, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. And then with my last pick, it's kind of hard, but I think I'm going to go with, uh, and I'm probably going to butcher the name, but it's Bot Widow by Kid Rock. Uh, I don't even know that. I don't think I've ever heard Does that. Song? Start with "My name is Kid." Yeah, yeah, that one. All right, that's a good one. It's the only <laughs> Kid Rock song I know. I think. <laughs> ball with the ball. I think is what it's called. Ball with the ball. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna do the Halo theme song. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's such a good one. Oh, you gotta, be a, you, you gotta be a reliever, though. Yes, sir. You gotta bro. be a reliever, or just like let it. Like you gotta drop the lights and like a, like a UFC or a WWE event with that one, uh, and I'm just a, like let it come in, dude. I'm that a, song. Okay, this is what a lot of people don't realize. That song smacks past the like like the Georginian monk chorus because they bring in a guitar. It's a it's a great song. It's just I would purely be a pinch hitter, right? <laughs> or a, or like a or a reliever, or no, a I dominant mean, closer. You already said that, yeah. So that's why I went with a different one. Uh, all, right, all right, last pick. Last pick. with my last pick, I'm gonna go with an actual song that I've walked out to on a baseball field, and that is "Rock Lobster" by the B52s. Oh man, that's hysterical. 
And as a pitcher, and as a pitcher, I'd have them play it because as a starting pitcher, I'd have them play it before the first inning when we were at home, just the whole first inning. So as I was warming up, all you would hear was ba bum 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 But if you don't know what song I'm talking about, you need to go listen to it and just imagine an 18-year-old kid, 17 and 18-year-old kid pitching to this song. And all of his friends looking around and going, what the hell is this? And all the parents going, oh, shit. Yeah, so you pitched the whole first inning to that. No, so like as you're warming up at home because you're the you're the team in the field first, the pitcher gets a longer time to warm up. So whereas they would just play music, they play like it's probably like two or three. It's probably a song length. So I would literally just have them play <laughs> Rock Lobster. And then every time I'd come up to bat, it would be Rock Lobster. All right. So that's an interesting choice. Not where I thought that was going and definitely would not have been able to guess that. Not even uh, not not a day and no chance. Some of my some of my honorable mentions, obviously Nelly batter up. All right, that's obvious. <laughs> that's obvious. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. <laughs> Dang, that's a good one, dude. Um, what else? Uh, you gotta do the the welcome to the jungle, Eric Gagne, the Hell's Bells, Trevor Hoffman. Those are all really great. Edwin Diaz, if he keeps up this run of performance, I think the trumpets will become a will, will be a will be a it's, really awesome. It's, it's so, so awesome right now. It's so, it's so awesome. And then the way they shoot it when he's running out right. too, I'm like, come right. on now, you didn't have to do this, right? Hey, someone did their thing. I was like, all right, okay. And they drop the lights too, and like they vibe the lights with the with the beat before. It's great, dude. I hope he just becomes just this legitimate ace as a closer mario rivera style bro we need that kind of run right yeah what's the, what's the last closer we had a run like that with uh francisco rodriguez with the angels i think was pretty good for a while he set he set or got pretty close to the single season saves record oh wow a rod yeah a rod you mean Aroldis Chapman? hey rod what's oh, his name okay rod Got His name was K-Rod, yeah. He led the league. Okay, so for – so from 2005 – so from two, yeah, 2004, basically, until – 2004 until 2008, he uh, appeared in 100 – or he uh, appeared in – 336 games and got 241 saves. Damn. With an ERA of 2.46. So what was his his save percentage was like what 64, 65%? Yeah, I think so. Let me see if I can find let me see if I can find advanced. How, how long was Mariano Rivera's run? A long time. <laughs> that long? A good long time. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, so K-Rod, K-Rod finished. So 2004, 2005, he finished. Uh, he had four all-star appearances. And his 2008 year, uh, he appeared in 69 games 
had 62 saves. Well, that's a 90% save percentage. And he was, he had a 2.24 ERA, finished third in the Cy Young voting and sixth in the MVP voting. Damn, oh, you can we still talking about Mariano? No, no. No. We're talking about K-Rod. So from 2005, from 2005 to 2009, he did not have a save percentage below 87%. Basically. <laughs> Yo. Yo, he was, pretty, he was pretty good at baseball. He was huh? pretty good. He was pretty good at baseball, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's say let's let's take a look, let's take a look at Mariano Rivera. There's uh... just some crazy stats that I read about Mario uh, Rivera. He, uh, on the win probability added by pitchers, he's sixth, sixth all time. No other closers on that list. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Let me try to name the top five. Win probability. Do you have the win probability added by pitchers top five? I'm pulling it up right now. Man, that's crazy. He's the only closer on there, and he's sixth. <laughs> you, is Roger Clemens above him? Go ahead. I got yeah. it. Up. Roger Clemens. He's two. Uh, Pedro Stasio. Oh, not Pedro Stasio. Pedro Martinez. He's seven. Uh, Cy Young. No, he's he's not here. Sandy Colfax. No. Or Oral Hershiser. No. Sandy Colfax is on this list. Is that because win probability added wasn't created yet? Probably. Johan Santana. <laughs> nah. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson's eighth. Kurt Schilling. Yeah. No. Mike Mussina. Can I just give you guys a list? Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz. Greg Maddox is third. Okay. All right. Give us the rest. So Lefty Grove is one. I never got that. Roger Clemens, two. Greg Maddox, three. Warren Spann, four. <laughs> Mario Mariano Rivera and Tom Seaver tied for five and six. Pedro, oh. seven. Randy, eight. Pete Alexander, nine. And Clayton Kershaw, ten. Who the fuck is Pete Alexander? <laughs> some some normal-ass white guy snuck his name into this list. He played <laughs> baseball in – his career was in, like, the 30s. Yeah, everybody's – everybody every good white guy's career was in the 30s. Roger Clemens? Wasn't that good? Not even in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barry Bonds isn't good either. I don't think so. No, check the Hall. The so we've been doing our NFL divisional breakdowns, and we're down to our last one with the NFL season fast, fastly approaching. I feel, dude, this year has flown by, right? I'm not the only one who's just yeah. It's 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 kind of crazy that like we're about to be at the start of NFL. Like it's just like it's just li it's literally like it was week zero in college football. Like I'm not ready for I I the pools aren't even closed yet. Like what are we doing, bro? That's what I was saying. I was sitting there and I was like, oh, college football started today. Just snuck up on me. Didn't even think about it. Just. Oh, all right. College football's here. Tie. Right. Yeah. I. 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 I don't. I, I don't know. I. I was just having a Memorial Day barbecue, followed by a Fourth of <laughs> July barbecue, and all of a sudden we're at the end of August. Like, what's going on? 
Dude, it used to be suns out, guns out. You're about to be cold again, dude. I know it's about yeah, it is about to be fucking cold again. Damn. Now that's yeah, it's it's not gonna be cold for the next ten days. So the ten day forecast doesn't drop below at ninety. So that's fun. Now it's it's about to get real swampy in DC. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. All right, so the NFC South is last. We saved it for last because obviously this is the unofficial NFC South podcast. <laughs> uh, fuck the Falcons. That's the that's the tagline. Fuck the, the Falcons. The division finished last year as such. Tampa Bay went thirteen and four. The Saints went nine and eight. Falcons went seven and ten, and the Panthers went five and twelve. My goodness. With Sam Darnold, that's actually kind of impressive. <laughs> All right, so let me pull up Tampa Bay's subtractions. Oh, everybody. I mean, it's yeah, they had a lot. They had a lot lost. Uh, Ronald Jones went to the Chiefs. Gronk retired. So did Tom Brady, but then he unretired. OJ yeah. Howard. <laughs> yeah, OJ. Yeah, he had to spend time with his kids, and now he's back. <laughs> OJ Howard went to the uh, Bills. They lost their both their guards. Alex Kappa signed with the Bengals, and Ali Marpet retired. JPP left, and Dominican Sue left. Kevin Minter left. Richard Sermon left. Jordan Whitehead went to the Jets, and Bradley Pinion went to the Falcons. All right, let me pull up their additions because I know they got Julio. <laughs> All right, so two two quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Blaine Gabbert, uh, running backs, Giovanni Bernard and Leonard Fournette. Wide receivers, Russell Gage, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, and Bashard Perriman. Tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Uh, tackle, Josh Wells. They traded for Shaq Mason from the Patriots. They uh, re-signed Aaron Stinney. They uh, re-signed Ryan Jensen. Man, William Golston signed. Akeem Hicks signed. Carlton Davis signed. Keanu Neal signed. Logan Ryan that's a lot. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I'm still reading this list. This is insane. All right. So, Eric, you want to give us the uh, over-under and division winning odds? Yeah, yeah. So, Tampa Bay, the division winning odds is minus 250. Um, their over is plus 115. Their under is minus 135. And they are – or their line was set at 11.5. That's a wild line. That's really high. All right, so we got 11 and a half. Let's see if we can uh, get to 11 and a half. Nick, you got the schedule? Yep, got it pulled up. So they open week one at Dallas, week two at New Orleans, three straight home games, Green Bay, Kansas City, Atlanta, two road games, Pittsburgh and Carolina, three straight road games, Baltimore, Rams, Seahawks, a week 11 bye week. Uh, the Seahawks game is actually played in London, I believe, or Mexico City. Oh, man. Uh, it's we played in Germany. The Seahawks game is not a home game. I'm sorry. Week 10 against the Seahawks will be played in Germany in Allianz Arena. Uh, week 11 bye week. Then at the Browns against the Saints, at the 49ers, against the Bengals, at the Cardinals, against the Panthers, and at the Falcons. They're they're going over eleven. I don't think so. Their offensive line is in shambles. All right, let's break it down. Let me get a, let me get a pen first. Let's break it down. 
I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot of tough games. So Tampa Bay, week one at Dallas. I think well, they both have shit offensive lines. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay in this one. Okay, week two at the Saints. Uh L. <laughs> week week uh three, Green Bay. Home. Home they have Green Bay in Florida. And it's yeah. still it's still September. All right, Tampa Bay wins that game. <laughs> week uh, week four, uh, Kansas City home. Ooh, at home, I think Kansas City snucks them. Okay, week five against the Falcons home. Oh, that's a come on, dub. Two road games: Pittsburgh and Carolina. Ooh, that Pittsburgh game. If if Kenny Pickett is playing, they lose that game. But. I don't know if Kenny Pickett will be playing by them, so I'm going to go ahead and go with what I know, and it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky, so Bucks win that game. Okay. Two home games, Ravens-Rams. Oh, I think – Ravens Ravens Thursday night. I think that's LL, bro. Okay. Uh, Seattle and Germany. Do you guys, you guys think they beat the Ravens and the Rams? I mean, I all, all their wide receivers. I think it's nice to have them at home. Yeah, I mean, p- people lose at home all the time. Let me see. How, how many home games did the Bucks lose last year? They were 7-1 and one at home. I don't, th- <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they repeat that, though. Yeah, let's see how many games they lost. They were 7-1. Oh, shit. I don't think they repeat that, though. Okay. It's not the so same week, Bucks team. So, week 10, Seattle and Germany. Oh, against Geno Smith. I think you know weird thing. Ha- weird things happen overseas, man. I don't agree with that. <laughs> you know you agree with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they beat the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, week eleven bye week at the Browns. Week twelve. Deshaun yeah. should be back. Deshaun will be back. I he should that- be. Okay, I think that's an L. We I mean, he should be because he's coming. He's coming back against. Uh, he's coming back against the Texans. Well, I just don't know how because cl- he's suspended for eleven games. So, yeah the the schedule the schedule makers did it so he comes back week. Uh, he comes back week twelve against the Texans. No, no, no. He's suspended for twelve games. You're right. So he's not back against Tampa Bay. Exactly. All right. So. I mean, does that matter? Does Cleveland still beat him? <laughs> uh, no, Buccaneers win that game. Week 13, home against the Saints. Um, Monday night. Monday night. The, the Saints legitimately have that team's number. I do not think they win again. Wait, the, the Saints have the Bucks number? Yeah. Okay. We smacked him last year with Trevor Simeon. Okay. And, then we, and then we blanked them. They didn't score. They won 13 games last year and did not score against the Saints. I think that's had wait, some way. So but you said they, they beat the Saints no, I in said New they, Orleans. I said they – no, they lose both – they lose to the Saints twice again. But you said the first two games was win-win. No, I said – At Dallas, lost. at the Saints. I said they lost to the Saints. I said okay. no. I don't know if you said that. Eric, can you go back and check the – I know I did not say dub because I'm saying they have their number and the Saints are better this year than last year. 
Okay. Uh, week uh, 14 at San Francisco. That's a that's a hard call. I don't four, know what four twenty five game. I don't know what Trey Lance has really got though, dude. That's pretty hard. I guess Bucks win that game. Okay. Or maybe uh, home maybe. against the Bengals. I wish I had what we what I said when this when we did the 49ers schedule. Because <laughs> then I could just go off that. But the Bengals, oh, at the Bengals. No, home against the Bengals. Oh, okay. I think they could win that game. At Arizona, late season Arizona. Yeah, they could probably win that game. Home against Carolina. Yeah, they win that game. At Atlanta to end the year. Man, is that a trap game? I mean, they might already be in the playoffs, so. Oh, okay. So, yeah, just put it as a win. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, based on what we just said, will be 13-4 and four this year. Get the fuck out of here. I don't actually agree with that, though. So where, so where are the losses? Oh, man. I mean, the it's, fourth. It's, it's a brutal. Okay. here It's a brutal way to open the season. At yeah. Dallas, at New Orleans, against Green Bay, against Kansas City. It's a brutal way to open the season. But I think after that, there's not really that many good teams. Well, they Atlanta, play- Pittsburgh, Carolina, Baltimore, Rams, Seahawks, Browns, Saints, 49ers, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. That offensive line does not say 13 wins. Are you betting on Tom Brady with Chris Godwin back to say 13 wins? I don't know if Chris Godwin's back. They haven't actually said that yet. Like right now, it's like Julio Jones. He's he's the last man standing, bro. Because <laughs> Mike Evans has a hamstring injury. Gronk is gone. Leonard Fournette is maybe fat. I don't know. They couldn't make up their mind during that. OJ Howard. <laughs> OJ Howard's with the Bills. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. And then both those guards are gone. And the oh, and the center tore his ACL, and he's out for the season. Ryan Jensen, what happened to Ryan Jensen, Eric? Can you tell us? <clears throat> under under, I don't eleven and a half, man. Twelve wins is a lot. We said thirteen. I don't know. Are you betting this, Nick? No. <laughs> so what no, you- I, I know I, I I do not want any part of this of this Bucks, uh, of this Bucks line. I think eleven and a half is set perfectly as Vegas tends to do sometimes. I think what we really need to do next year is we really need to create a a uh, Excel document that when we enter a loss or a win as we start this, it goes yeah. throughout the board. I agree with that. I was I pictured the board too, right. We can we can get that ES, we can ESPN get that style. So, but what are you taking though? I know you're not betting, but just for answering the question, over or under? Can I can I abstain till we go through the Saints schedule? Oh, dude, the Saints are winning this division. That schedule is fucking gnarly, bro. I'm telling you. All right, can I, I'm can gonna I wait till we go through the Panther schedule. <laughs> 
I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say under for the for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think they can get 11 wins. I don't think they get 13. Okay. But I'm also not gonna bet a single cent on that. <laughs> if right. they prove if they prove me wrong, this was never this never happened. Good I think they'll definitely win the division for sure. Good thing um, this isn't recorded or anything. Yeah. Good thing. All right. So. Next team we have, we have the New Orleans Saints, nine and eight last year, missed the playoffs. Fucking bums. <laughs> Dude, this is the craziest list of names to have lost. We lost Blake Bortles. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Dude, that's how bad we how were. How will you year. recover? We were so bad last year, we had to sign Blake Bortles. God damn, that's, that hurts. Uh, Trevor Simeon signed with the Bears, Ty Montgomery with the Patriots. And little Jordan Humphrey with the Patriots. Uh, Kenny Seals is a free agent. Garrett Griffin signed with the Lions. Teron Armstead signed with the Dolphins. Quan Alexander signed with the Jets. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins retired. Marcus Williams went to the Ravens. And uh, Jeff Heath is no longer with the team. The Saints added two quarterbacks, Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton. One running back, Malcolm Brown, who they've already cut. Uh, They added wide receiver Jarvis Landry and Traquan Smith. Uh, they added Nick Martin, center, two defensive ends, Taco Charlton and Contavious Street. Cornerback P.J. Williams resigned. They added Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, and Daniel Sorensen at the safety position. Eric, will you give us the odds for the New Orleans Saints? Yeah, so for them to win the division, the odds are plus 310. Um, their over is 105, minus 105. Their under is minus 115. Uh, their line has been set at eight and a half. Eight and a half wins. Let's see if we can pull it from the schedule. It is over week one, September 11th. Never forget at the Falcons. The Buccaneers at home, like we already said, that's going to be a win for the Saints. Then at Carolina, three. Nope, just kidding. They play uh, Minnesota week four in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in England, week four. Against Minnesota, 9.30 a.m., Tottenham Hotspur. Then two home games after that, Seahawks and Bengals. At the Cardinals, two home games, Raiders and uh, Ravens. At the Steelers, home against the Rams, two road games, San Francisco and Tampa Bay, which we already said was a win. The Week 14 bye week, Falcons at home, two road games, Browns and Eagles, and then Carolina at home, to end the year. I don't really see what you're talking about, Jermaine, that this schedule is so brutal. But let's break it down. Week one at the Falcons. Win. Okay. We've already said week two at uh, Tampa Bay at home is a win. At Carolina. At Carolina? Hmm. I'll interject here. Win. Uh, Minnesota in Tottenham. I, I don't think Carolina's winning a game in the division this year. Wow. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, the, sorry, sorry. They'll split with the Falcons. <laughs> Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield battle. <laughs> it's going oh. to be a rousing 17-3 to game. Yeah, that's going to be a real bad one to watch. Oh, man. All right, so next is Minnesota, right? Minnesota in England, in jolly old England. I don't know. That seems like we could lose that game. I'm going to go ahead and say L. Okay. Uh, Seattle, home. Oh, yeah, that's a dub. <laughs> Cincinnati, home. 
Mm. Okay, at home, yeah, I think we get the dub. <clears throat> at Arizona, early season Arizona. Oh, we lose, we lose that game. <laughs> uh, two two home games: the Raiders and the Ravens. Ravens is Monday night, prime time. I think that's LL. Okay, LL. Uh, at Pittsburgh, week ten. Oh, at Pittsburgh. Uh, win. November, so it hasn't started getting cold yet. Rams at home, one o'clock game. That's an interesting game. Probably L. I'm gonna say L. At San Francisco, four twenty-five game. Oh, it's an L. They beat Tampa Bay in Tampa, and they go into the bye week. After the bye week, they have Falcons at home. Uh, trap game loss. At Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. At one o'clock, one o'clock Saturday Cleveland. game. One o'clock Saturday game. At Cleveland, so it could be cold as dick. Uh, Sunday, or it's, it's a Saturday, December 24th game. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> Rap City Jones for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, then they go the next Sunday, New Year's Day, they go to Philly to play the Eagles. That's a tough game. I think we could lose that game, too. Uh, and then Carolina to end the year. Oh, man. What are, they, what are they at right now? Home. What are they at right now? Uh, seven and nine. And the line is eight and a half? Mm-hmm. Seven and nine. Damn. And they beat the Panthers, and the Saints are eight and nine. I think we're better than – I think we're a better team than last year. That's and so last crazy. year you went nine and eight, correct? That's so crazy. Yeah, so but now, that, so that now let's see here. So you have so so you have Minnesota. You have the loss against Minnesota in London. You have the loss against the early season Cardinals, which I agree with. Then you said Raiders, Baltimore, loss, loss. Raiders or Baltimore Monday night. I think the Saints could win every game this year for sure. We're going to be in all of them, but I don't know. I don't. I guess I t- I'm taking the loss. I'm just going to stick with what I said, and I'm going to okay. I'm going to hammer. I'm still going to hammer the over, and I'm going to pick them to win the division. Because I okay. actually think that I actually think they could do that this year. But they got to they got to get. It's a weird shaped ball. They got to get those lucky bounces. Okay, the Saints. We do it. So the Saints win the division with an eight nine record, according to Jermaine. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but I have a. It's a gut feeling. Okay. It doesn't make sense. You're right. I like the team this year. Pretty excited. Pretty excited. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's me. Yeah, Next. that's you. <laughs> <laughs> Next team is I was I was just getting excited. I was thinking about my team, dude. All right. All right. Next team is the Atlanta Falcons. They went seven and ten last year, which is actually mad impressive if you think about it. They have like no good players. <laughs> <laughs> so they have uh three quarterbacks, 
that have departed the team. A.J. McCarron, Josh Rosen, Matt Ryan. Now that's a trio. Uh, they lost running back Mike Davis to the Ravens. Russell Gage went to the Bucks. Calvin Ridley was suspended because he listens to Room 303. Uh, <laughs> Tajay Sharp went to the Bears. Ty- Hayden Hurst went to the Bengals. Two de- defensive ends, Dante Fowler to the Cowboys. And Steven Means is no longer with the team. Two defensive tackles, Jonathan Bullard went to the Vikings. Tyler Davison is no longer with the team. Two linebackers, Brandon Copeland is no longer with the team. Foya Aluakon went to the Jaguars. That's a fire name, dude. That's a good name, yeah. <laughs> Fabian Moreau went to the Texans. He's cornerback. And Kendall Sheffield went to the Texans. And then they lost safety Deron Harmon to the Raiders, Josh Harris to the Chargers, Thomas Morstead to the Dolphins. Man, they lost to like every team. They <laughs> I made fun of them for not having talent. They got poached by every team, damn near. All right. Holy shit. This is a this is a lot of signings. Uh quarterback Marcus Mariota. Two-year deal. Running backs Cordero Patterson and Damian Williams. Anthony Ferkser, uh, five wide receivers, because I told you guys they didn't have anyone to catch balls. Uh, <laughs> Mary Bird, Brian Edwards, Cordero Hodge, Auden Tate, Olamid Zacchaeus, another fire name. Two offensive tackles, Jermaine Fetty and Jake Matthews. One offensive uh, lineman, Elijah Wilkinson. Uh, defensive tackle, Grady Jarrett. Three linebackers, Lorenzo Carter, Rashawn Evans, and Nick Kwiatowski. Two cornerbacks, Casey Hayward, Isaiah Oliver, safeties, Eric Harris, and Dean Marlowe. They re-signed Young Ho. Woo! And Bradley Pinion and uh, Bo Brinkley. Jesus. That's like 25 signings. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, they had nobody. (laughs) That's a lot. All right, so – Let's get the uh, division uh, odds, Eric. Uh, so for Atlanta, the division is plus 3,500. The over is plus 125. The under is minus 145. And the line has been set at five. Five. <laughs> Damn. Well, there we and go. The, five. And the under is the odds on favorite, bro. Five. All right, let's go through it. Week one, the Saints. We already said that that's an L. Uh, two, two road games at the Rams, at the Seahawks, home against the Browns, at Tampa Bay, home against the 49ers, at the Bengals, two home games, Panthers and Chargers, at the Panthers on Thursday night. They play the Bears at home, at the Commanders, Steelers at home, a week 14 bye week. Two road games, Saints and Baltimore, and two home games to end the year, Cardinals and Tampa Bay. We already said that uh, Tampa Bay was going to dole out uh, two wins to the Cardinals or two losses to the Cardinals. And we said the Saints were going to have a trap game against them. So let's start week two at the Rams. Now, week three at Seattle. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, this 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 might be this might be the crap bowl of the week. week <laughs> Yo, week three hit us with a real barn burner. Right. Um, I think the Seahawks are more talented. 
question mark <laughs> and they get the win <laughs> i think it's definitely i think it's definitely a question mark that you had right there i'm gonna side on vegas's side and i think it's a, a loss as well week four browns at home oh they can lose to the browns yeah right uh week five we already said tampa bay is a loss week six the 49ers at home early season 49ers though maybe a trap game no, no, they they catch that L too. Okay, at the Bengals. Yeah, they catch that L. Okay, versus Carolina, that's a win. That's the one they win. That's they, the one they win. Chargers. They, they host Carolina. All right. Chargers, that's an L for sure. Okay, Carolina Thursday night short rest in Carolina. That's a loss. Uh, Chicago Bears at home. Oh, man, another absolute stinker. Although, if you watch the Bears in the preseason, um, man, Matt Nagy was was that bad, dude. Okay, at the Commanders. <laughs> oh, man, Commanders. I think, I think they lose that game. Okay. I mean, there are a lot of games here that could flip flop for the for the for the Falcons. For, sh- for sure, we could be thinking it. We could be talking about an eight-win Falcons team here. Uh, Steelers at home. Oh, they they lose that. Okay. Uh, at Saints, we already said was a loss or it was a win. It was a at win. Ravens. That's a loss. Okay, and then two home games, late season Arizona and Tampa Bay. We already said the Tampa Bay one was a loss for the Falcons. I, I still late late season Cardinals still win. The Falcons are 3-13 and 13, or 3-14. and 14. Wow. They suck again. <laughs> oh, no, we suck again. Yeah, I guess that's why the under is the favorite. They, take, they took all the juice out of that line. I don't want anything right. to do with this. Yeah, but, I, but I I think I think they go under. Again, yeah, me too. I'm not taking it. Ooh, does that mean Carolina is the sneak over team? We shall see. Okay, well, let's get into it. So Carolina finished last in the division, as they finished last in our NFL divisional breakdown, with a five and twelve record. They lost Cam Newton. And Amir Abdullah to the Raiders. John Miller no longer with the team. Matt Paradis nowhere, no longer with the team. DN Morgan Fox to the Chargers. Defensive tackle Daquan Jones to the Bills. Two linebackers left. Jermaine Carter to the Chiefs and Hassan Reddick to the Eagles. AJ Bouye left and Stefan Gilmore went to the Colts. Oh, man, you had a lot of signings too. You acquired Baker Mayfield, obviously. Uh, running back. Dante Foreman signed with the team. Wide receivers, Rashad Higgins, DJ Moore, Andre Roberts, and Brandon Zilstra. (laughs) Is that your new fan favorite, Nick? No. (laughs) Tight end, Ian Thomas. Offensive lineman, Austin Corbett and Bradley Bozeman. Uh, Defensive end, Marquise Haynes. Defensive tackle, Matthew Wyanitis. Linebackers, Corey Littleton, Damian Wilson. Cornerback, Dante Jackson. Three safeties, Justin Burt. Justin Burris, Sean Chandler, Xavier Woods, punter Johnny Hecker, and kicker Zane Gonzalez. All right, Eric, can you give us the division odds? Yeah, so for Carolina to win the division, it's plus 900. 
Um, their over is minus one ten. Their under is minus one ten. The line was set at six and a half. Oh, Vegas is torn. Walk walk me through who they lost at cornerback again. They okay. Uh, they lost AJ Bouye and Stefan Gilmore. How do you have those two motherfuckers on your team and you can't resign a single one of them? They were on their <laughs> team last year. <laughs> I know. Dude. You resign one of those two guys, you have Dante Jackson and JC Horn on your team. You just improved your secondary. But Carolina manages to stick their thumb up their ass every year and they don't get O line and they don't get secondary. What the fuck is the point? We got Baker Mayfield. Oh, good. We can't protect him. And when he throws fucking interceptions, we can't defend the pass either. either. So fan fucking tastic. Good job, Matt Rule. Good job, Matt Rule. Good job, fucking whatever, fine thing, fingle, fangle, bomb, whatever our fucking GM's name is. Good job, David Tepper. You're the richest owner in the fucking NFL, and you refuse to spend goddamn money. Bunch of fucking fuck sticks in Carolina is what it is. Carolina's had a losing record for the last fucking four years, and they've done nothing about it. There was a report that came out last year that Matt Rule prizes high-character guys in the locker room. They interviewed six GMs around the league, and the GM said that the guys that started at Carolina would probably not even be third stringers on, on regular NFL teams. 5-12 and 12 was a miracle for Carolina last year. And the only reason is because Cam Newton managed to pull it together for one fucking game and be marginal for the other ones. I'm sick of this team. Let's get into the schedule. Week one. They open week one at, because we love the schedule makers. Week one, home against Cleveland. Then they play at the Giants. Three home games after this. Saints Cardinals 49ers at the Rams. Versus Tampa Bay, two home games, Atlanta and Cincinnati. Atlanta on a Thursday night, short week, at Baltimore. Denver at home, uh, week 13, bye week. All the NFC South teams have a late bye week. That's kind of odd, or most of them do. The Saints had, had a – or no, the, the Tampa Bay had an early one. Week 14 at Seattle. Week 15, or two home games, Pittsburgh and Detroit, and then two road games to end at Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Yeah, okay. Uh, Scott Fitterer is the GM, by the way. Scott Fitterer, a fist in my asshole every year. <laughs> All right, well, that sums up our breakdown for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, All I right. mean, <laughs> give us the games. So they lost to the Bucks both times, correct? Beat, beat, uh, the, Falcon, yeah. beat the Falcons once. Yeah, um, they will lose to the same. They will go one and five in the division. One so and five we, in we, the division. We can just say the division games are gone. Okay. So I'll take it through. Opening week, Cleveland. I think Baker Mayfield wins that game because I love revenge games. All right. We'll give it a dub then. Uh, at the Giants, I think Carolina beats the Giants. Yeah, that's fair to say. That, God damn, that's a shit show. Uh, early season, Arizona, they're losing to. Correct. Uh, early season, San Francisco, I think they're better. I think San Francisco is better than early season San Francisco. They they lose to the early season San Francisco. Yeah, uh, no. At the Rams, I don't even need to discuss that. Uh, week nine at Cincinnati, I don't even feel like I need to discuss that either. Um, week 11 at Baltimore, no. <laughs> uh, week 12, Denver at home, 
No. I mean, if there's any animosity left for Russell Wilson in our the Panthers Seahawks rivalry, maybe. No, uh, no you're reaching. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they win this game. Uh, week 14 at Seattle. I think they win at Seattle. I think you could win that game. I think they win at Seattle, and maybe I'm just saying that to make myself feel better. I, I think uh, you can win that game. Here's here's how here's how the Carolina Panthers are going to finish the season, right? They're going to lose to the Steelers. They're going to lose to the Lions. They're going to lose to the Buccaneers. They're going to lose to the Saints. They're going to lose the last four games. Okay. Because I can see them beating the Steelers. I can see them beating the Lions at home. They're not touching the Buccaneers, and they're not touching the Saints away. All right. So and I hope to God, I hope to God, I hope to God, we just discussed, hold on, we just, let, let's break this down. We just discussed a New Orleans loss, a Arizona loss, a San Francisco loss, a Rams loss, a Buccaneers loss, a Falcons away loss, a Bengals away loss, a Baltimore loss, a Denver loss. I swear to God, if week 13 comes, and they've lost all those games that we just talked about in a row. And Matt Rule is still the starting, is still the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I will throw myself out a window. Wait, wait. So you want a midseason firing? I need, I need, not, not want, need. What if they fire him at the end of the year? Fuck him. He needs to be fired. He needs to be fired at the end of the year. Yeah, that's okay. He needs yeah. to be fired at the end of the year, regardless of whatever record he gets. If he takes if he takes the Carolina Panthers three and thirteen, they win the division. He needs to be fired. Doug, if, if he makes the playoffs, you're telling me you still fire this fired. man? Fired, fire him. What is what does he have to do to not get fired? Uh, die. So he dies. He, so if he won a Super Bowl, fire, fire him. Wow, that just feels, you know. Right? Yes, I agree. <laughs> all right, I guess right is uh. The, all Matt right, so rule. Matt rule in the two seasons he's coached the Panthers has had losing streaks of five and seven games. Man, that's not good at all. <laughs> and we just discussed a nine-game losing streak. If he is the head coach at the bye week. I'm gonna throw myself out a window. Well, there's no way they're losing nine in a row. We they're just gonna, said they were. I know, but they're gonna sneak one of those one of those games. Who? I'm an owl. Who? <laughs> I'm just saying it's the NFL. You know, we always say it's a coin flip league. That's why this is so difficult. Maybe at the Falcons. Maybe. But then it's not gonna change their record because just swap them. <laughs> they're going one and five in the division, Jermaine. <laughs> one and five. All right. So, what uh, you said they finished three and fourteen is what you said they finished as. Correct. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Four, four and four and fifteen. So that makes no sense. Four and four and thirteen. Talk. I was just like, yo, they're playing extra games and they're still losing. <laughs> four, four, four and the Carolina Panthers go four and thirteen. Four and thirteen. All right. So, what are we saying? The exact division order is. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. New Orleans. I'm going. Uh, Tampa Bay. I'm going. 
I guess I'm going Atlanta. No, I, I that would be Carolina is who we said. Yeah, Carolina, then Atlanta. That's who I'm going. So you went New Orleans, Tampa, Carolina, Atlanta? Mm-hmm. That's plus 600. Ooh. I'm going no change in, in this year's schedule. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Atlanta, Carolina. That's plus 600 as well. No, I have no, I have no faith in this Carolina Panthers team. <laughs> zero, zero. I actually, I have below faith. I actually don't dislike your team. I don't know. Them, them winning, them win. I don't dislike our team either. I think we have good people. We have we have a literal invalid calling plays. T- tell me, what does Matt Rule do well? What does he do well? Is he an offensive coach? Is he a defensive coach? What does he do well? He's good at signing ex players. He's 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 good at getting paying money to his players that he was paying money in college. That's about it. Yeah. He's the not, Carolina he's not Panthers in that the, the Carolina Panthers finished minus one hundred last year in point differential. But was that was that the the league high? I don't think probably. So. No, it was not. I'm looking at it right now. Jacksonville Jaguars minus two hundred four, Jets minus one ninety four. Yeah, they managed. They fired their head coaches. Texans minus one seventy two. Giants minus 158, Detroit Lions minus 142, Atlanta Falcons minus 146, and then you came in at minus 100. Yeah. Yo, this the the point differential pretty much lines up with uh pretty much lines up with the draft order, doesn't it? Didn't you pick like eighth or ninth? Yeah. Eighth. Yeah, that's, that's after pretty- week seven. There was one game where we scored over 22 points. Holy shit. There was, what I say, after week seven? Yeah. There were only three games where we allowed 13 points or less. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Oh, no, I lied. Sorry. There was only... One, there are only two games that we allowed 13 points or less. Our last five games after the bye week, 29, 31, 32, 18, and 41. Matt Rule does not know how to coach NFL football. That was, uh, that was, those were high point totals. And he needs to be fired. He did not win a game after the bye week. All right, let's get into these props and then <laughs> wrap it up. I'm not trying to hear any more Carolina Panther. <laughs> Slander. Um, Under. <laughs> dude, Tom Brady's lines are wild. Have, did you have you seen this? 4635 and a half touchdowns. Jesus. Um, so Chris Chris Olave, I'm taking the trifecta, bro. Okay. Chris Olave trifecta. 719 and a half um receiving yards and then four and a half receiving touchdowns. Oh, they didn't have receptions. Shiesty, bro. They know because he was going to go over that too. That's why. I'm t- I'll take the double factor on him. And then this right here, this is going to be my fun, my favorite thing to root for uh, <laughs> this year is DJ Moore over four and a half touchdowns. It's so sad. <laughs> it's sad. 
It's going to be my favorite thing to root for. I'm uh, saddened. The, the Julio Jones line is so sad. It's so tempting. It's so sad, bro. Like five fifty and a half and four and a half touchdowns for one of the goats. Do we get? Does Michael Thomas hit his line over eight hundred and a half? Man, I don't know. He has a, he's got a little hamstring uh, issue right now. So that's another not, injury. That's not a good sign, bro. But if if he plays every game, he easily hits that total for all of them. Julio Jones with Ryan Tannehill last year played in 10 games, caught 31 passes for four, eight, uh, 434 yards. Oh, that's kind of tempting. <laughs> I I think I think I might take the uh, Julio Jones over. Uh, what's the receptions at? And there's no receptions. There's five fifty and a half yards and four and a half receiving touchdowns. I'll take Julio Jones over. 550. You're taking over 550, over yards. Okay. Correct. Let's see. Let's put Michael that. Thomas can sneeze and get 800 yards, right? Yeah. I think if he plays all those games, he's going to hit all those totals. Easy. I think it's easy. You're going, you're going over that as well? Don't know. I'm taking Mike, Mike Evans trifecta. It's probably a good one. And I'm taking uh, over uh, rushing and receiving yards for CMC. I, yeah. think, I think CMC is going to be good this year. So you think? I do, dude. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to get hurt. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that you can't find any optimism, so you're you're gonna say he's gonna go down before the season starts. No, that's not true. The the, the Carolina Panthers don't operate like that. It's like, <laughs> here's here's the thing. I would not be surprised if the Carolina Panthers start the season six. Now. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> No, what? How can you say that after everything you just said? Because it's the Carolina Panthers. They're going to start the season six and zero, and then guess what's going to happen, Jermaine? They're going to go twelve or eleven and zero. I mean, they're going to go over eleven. Oh my goodness! Because it's the Carolina Panthers. I don't. I I think you guys can be very good this year. I don't think so. Where? Where sway? I think your offensive line's better. CMC's back. He accounts for at least two wins. And Baker Mayfield yeah, is going to throw more, more than nine touchdowns. I agree. He accounts for the first two wins of the season, and then he gets injured. You're completely right. <clears throat> now, Baker Mayfield can get dubs, bro. I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I know. But even if you're just saying CMC's only playing two games, but Baker Mayfield is significantly better than, than God, dude, than Sam Darnold. Significantly, and I hate to say it, bro. I'm a big Cam Newton fan, but he's so much better than Cam Newton. I played the fifth. I can <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Bro, Cam Newton, it's time to give up, dude. My love for that man is eternal. <laughs> it's time to give up, guy. I'm telling you, Baker Mayfield's going to be good, and his line of 22 and a half touchdowns is is. 
It's juicy. I'm not taking it, but it's very juicy. I think he could hit that. You got anything, Eric? You've been awfully quiet. Uh, yeah, so I was actually – I'm glad we're talking about the NFC South because um, there's um, there's two receivers. I want to give you their stats. Same amount of time in the league. I'm going to give you their stats. I'm not going to tell you who they are. I'm going to see who you pick. Uh, targets, 112 to 158. Uh, receptions, 669 to 606. Receiving yards, 8,121 to 9,300. Yards per catch, 12. The other one's 15. Touchdowns, 73. The other one's 75. And then yards per game, 70 to 76. And then first downs, 414 to 480. What is this? It's two receivers. One of okay. them is in the NFC South. Um, and, the, and the other is not. And the other is not. The other is also, I think, the second highest paid wide receiver in football. And a lot of people say he's the best receiver in football. Madden ranked him 99. DeAndre Hopkins, right? No, I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> it's uh, not. It wasn't Cooper Cup. It's Devonte Adams. It's Devontae the, Adams. The, the other receiver is DJ Moore. No, the other receiver is no. actually Mike Evans. Yeah, it's, I knew that. Oh. Okay. No, no, it's because Mike Evans is a monster, bro. And I and it, the only reason I brought it up is because I saw a video talking about um, receivers' value, and then. Um, they also brought in the NFL top 100. Obviously, Devontae Adams is in the top 10. Your boy Mike Evans isn't even in the top 20. Yet, if you look at the same amount of time, homeboy shits on him. Well, not shits on him, but puts up better numbers. Hold on. I how did I how did I miss it? Yeah, I want I, I want to go. Uh I I want Mike Evans. Over on yards. Mike Evans has only had two years in his career where he did not get over 1,025 yards. In those years, 1,006 and 1,001. Yep. He's always over 1,000. He's never had a not 1,000-yard receiving year. Yep. In the... Seven years he's been in the NFL. He slept on, bro. Eight Mike years Evans he's been in the NFL. Mike Evans is fire. That's why I got the trifecta. Never been named to an all-pro team. Oh, that's not surprising. Jeez. His, uh, his catch, ra- his catch rate is awful, by the way. His He's consistent, but he doesn't have those spikes you know, he doesn't have a Cooper Cup season. He doesn't have Devontae Adams catching damn near 20 touchdowns. He's not, you know, he wasn't um, Michael Thomas when he was doing all that crazy shenanigans. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel had a crazy year last year. Mike Evans never really does it like that. He's just like, nah, I'm just going to sit here, catch 10 touchdowns, have 1,000 yards, 75 catches. <laughs> I mean, you want that, right? Yeah. Mike you Evans. want that more? You want that more than the the dice roll the dice roll spike guy, dude. Mike Evans is that dude. He's nice, but he, how old is Mike Evans? That's the concerning thing. I think 30? Mike Evans is thirty one, isn't he? No. <laughs> if he's not thirty one, I'm gonna feel real bad. Watch uh, he's like, twenty nine and eight days. Happy birthday, Mike Evans. I was about to say that. Watch, he's gonna be like twenty nine. How many years has he been in the NFL? It feels like forever. Eight years. That's a long time, actually. Yeah. 
Man. Man, some of these cats are about to start retiring, aren't they? Yep. Some of the cats we grew up with. That's actually kind of sad. That, and Tom cool. Brady will still be playing. <laughs> Tom Brady's gonna he'll retire when I die, dude. Right. Oh man, that's that's nuts. Yep. So do you think he hits those lines? I think he hits the over. I don't think he hits the reception. I'm not I'm not willing to bet the receptions. Tom Brady? Oh, Tom Brady? No, I don't think he hits those lines. So you think he goes under on those? I mean, look at the receiving Corey had last year. Yeah. That's just out of this world. And now they're all hurt. Yeah. Mike Evans is fine. He always pulls his hamstring to start the season. And always. Play, and then, and then plays it's, it's how he starts the game. season. That's how he pulls starts the season. He tears his hamstring. You, dude, it's unreal. I never get it. I'm like, how? How? But, all right. Do you guys have anything else before we uh, wrap this up? None for me. Nope. Eric's been crazy quiet. All right. Follow us on Instagram at Podcast Room 303. And Instagram and Twitter. And uh, (laughs) we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.